Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the All Kings Podcast. I am your host, Corbin, with my co-host, Tate. And today, we have on totally bone NFT NFTs from HBAR. This is Seth and Totally Dan. What's up? Hey, guys. How's it going? Very good. Well, with, Very good. With Todd, a, but good. Yeah. With a name like Totally Dan, it makes me wonder, are you actually Dan? Because usually yeah, people well, just go by Dan, but you're totally, you're totally Dan. I'm totally Dan, all right. Um, depends on the day of the week. Probably depends on the day of the week. Um, I feel totally Dan today. I've, I'm three flat whites in, so I'm well caffeinated. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been doing well today. So, yeah. I'm, Fresh air cut. Yeah. Hello, I went and got a, I went and got a, a, a trim just for this. So um, I feel that's, honored. You know, that's how. I'm, yeah, <laughs> but 40, forty-five bucks. Um, yeah, is the poster child. Yeah, going to the good barber. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, so let's uh, start uh, things uh, off with this. How'd you guys meet? Good question. We're brothers. He's my, he's my brother-in-law. Oh wow! Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of like, it was it's cool. a family bonding. Yeah, <laughs> I um I couldn't convince my sister-in-law to pick someone else, so so they got married and we became brothers in crime. Um, but yeah, really really good ones to have actually. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pleased with the the marriage so far. Um, <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> We'll just see how That's we great. get on, and we'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice yeah. common interest to fall upon, you know. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Small world for sure. Yeah. So did you guys well, just, both get um, start? Sorry, go ahead. I was saying I just moved to Hamilton from Auckland, which is about an hour away. So we're sort of in each other's pockets every other day at the coffee shop, or I'm borrowing a set of tools or something, or we're having dinner there. So. I see this dude every day, so you gotta return some of my shit, man. You've like <laughs> you've got half of my tools at your place still, so <laughs> I'm coming around. He's like he lives about three kilometers away. I'm walking there, man. I'm bringing a bag, I'm getting my stuff back. <laughs> make make sure he didn't lose the ten mils either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. So gentlemen, tell us a little bit about Totally Boned and the really dope artwork you guys have been doing. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, I can take this down if you like. Um, we started creating art and having chats maybe five or six months ago, maybe seven months ago. Um, and about a year ago, we got into the whole Hedera scene and I had no idea what I was doing with crypto. I started buying. I didn't even know what it was, but my brother had spent like 40K on Solana. I was like, what is that? So I started having a look at crypto and people were saying, get in now, get in now. It's going to explode. And I was like, oh, well, this is pretty cool. And then it didn't explode. And I, then I found Hedera and I felt quite safe. So um, after that, we found Hedera NFTs and I bought my first NFT. And Dan was like, what on earth are you doing? You're throwing your money away. Um, but I managed to pick up a dead pixel like real cheap. And then it hit like 20,000 floor price. And he's like, oh, man, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so it's now cool. who's the like, one that's totally boned? <laughs> I was like, maybe they're all like this. Nah. Um, and I said to I said to Dan, like, hey, we've been artists for a long time. I've been painting for like, you know, fifteen years. And I said, I think we can create something pretty pretty special and um, focus a lot on art 
we're not the like we're not the crazy backdoor developers some other people are but we're super passionate and super like proud of our art um and so we just started constructing and speaking to a lot of people and i've got friends that are um, tattoo artists and stuff about like different aspects of the art um and so it all just sort of culminating in, into this really cool um unique art style and and idea um and dan's just been going berserk like lately on all of our like supreme stuff so um he's he's adding a special touch to everything so yeah it's um it's been a fun journey um the artistic development of totally boned and and we've we left a little bit of space at the end for some crazy insane stuff so we're building out some pretty wacky zany stuff so yeah that's awesome. Dan, Dan's probably got a different version of that story, but that's my version. That's <laughs> um, yeah, it's similar-ish. Um, and yeah, so just uh, acknowledging Seth's sort of lifelong mahi or work uh, in the artistic space, and um, I've I've been an artist as well part time. Um, my day job is I I am a human-centered designer, so I sort of participate in service design, some industrial design, and um, I was really interested in the, the human element sitting around these uh, NFTs and their projects. Um, and, yeah, we just saw, said, hey, there's, there's an opportunity for our own artistic expression in the space. We think we've got something to add. We think we could make it um, really fun. Um, you know, let's, let's start exploring this. And so we started having, you know, a number of meetings. We were sitting down saying, okay, what would this look like? Um, you know, how would this be, how would this project be um, different potentially than others? What's mm. the value that we could create for people? So we're always coming back to people. So we've got these three parts that we always talk about when we come together to, to talk about the future. You know, it, it's art, it's people, and it's forward thinking. And mm. um, that's really been the driver. Um, you know, we want people to pick up a totally boned NFT just because, you know, they look at it and it gives them a smile. It makes them happy. Um, some of those designs are pretty wild. Um, yeah. Some of them are more boned than others. Um, yeah, Supremely Bone takes it up a few levels. Um, and, yeah, just engaging with people and listening intently and, and sort of having them play a part in where this, this whole project goes. So. Mm. Strong aspect on the, the community aspect there yeah, as well. Yeah. Kind of like Dead Pixels. Mm. It's more or less community-driven. Yeah. 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 People are everything. When you put people at the heart of your your efforts and your decisions, I think it's very hard to fail when you genuinely put people first. Um, mm. And that's, yeah, that's something that comes through in the service design discipline, you know. Um, you're very well placed when you can you know, genuinely listen to people and engage with them authentically and understand what it is that they need, um, what they're looking for. Yep. Mm. yeah a lot of people that you know this is money that they've earned to their jobs and things like that and i always think like mm -hmm. if someone else was running this like and I, I was giving my money and getting art in return like how would i expect these people to conduct themselves and you know respect me and, and my time and my hard work my hard mahi so yeah just mm. trying to put people first that's the top priority for us so yeah that's that's all totally bonus it's just about people Continuing yep. to be transparent, yeah. Making sure yeah. that uh, the holder feels safe with their investment because 
Yeah. Longevity is a big thing with just any NFT project. You can always feel a slow rug coming just slowly and surely mm-hmm. if the, the creators mm-hmm. aren't just driven with the project and passionate towards it. Mm. 100%. Yep. I always say to Dan, like, um, I feel like I can't take a day off from Discord because I feel like people will just look at me and go, oh, where's he gone? He's not here. Like, what's happening? <laughs> the follow begin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How dare you take a day off? Um, this is your first warning, Seth. Um, yeah. Never. <laughs> I'm totally yeah, going, man. I'm actually so tired. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way I feel too. It's like I uh, I take a day, I take one day off Discord, and the whole world decides to blow up, and I miss <laughs> tons and tons of news. While meanwhile, the last month has been nothing, oh, like nothing, oh. just talking with. No, people. it's been something. It's been building. Well, behind yeah, the scenes, but yeah, yes, I know, yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> Wait, it was uh, a tumult- a tumultuous week for our mint. It was just like. Oh my gosh! What else is going to happen like this week? That's going to send crypto to like into a crater. Oh my gosh! Was that the worst week? I was like, Dan, like we've got a decent community here. Like we, I think we can pull through. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like a fire cell if you think about it for the holders. Because mm, mm, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you guys are not. Did you guys change the floor price with that at the market crash? Uh, no, we we didn't. Uh, we didn't change it. Um, that's well. That's good. Wasn't really, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, and I don't feel like it was enough of a huge, huge enough crash to justify yeah. a major. Because we've got like plans for the the finances and stuff to use them, and so if we'd changed them, it would have thrown our plans off quite a lot. Um, so we had to stick with that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. That is good. How did Wait. how did you guys like using hash tools? They're good dudes, as and your, like, as you're minting super, platform. Yeah, they're super responsive and super like helpful in terms of like any questions, and they're able to like we had like a, a varied amounts of like minting um, access. So we had people that were able to do like five and three, and and they were able to like tailor it to that. So they were that was super helpful. Um, I quite like those guys. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's been that's been the general sentiment from the community. I found mm. anytime somebody talks about them, unless they're yeah. just angry that it went down because 400 people are all trying to access it at once. <laughs> it's like, guys, they, they can't really do anything about that. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like an mm. NFT DOS attacker. It's like, just, yeah, it's, of course it's going to crash. It's, it's an overwhelm. Um, yeah. I was so sure I was going to get a, um, I was going to get like a dead pixel when, when they did the turtle moon thing. And I was so lightning fast. I can't even tell you how lightning fast I had it all set up. I cleared all of my like Photoshop stuff, so my whole computer was running perfectly. And even then, didn't get one. <laughs> that is like Tough. an explosive. That's how, yeah, that's how I felt on like Hangry's meant through Turtle Moon mm. at four forty four a.m. for us. And it's just like oh, really? we're all sitting there that early in the morning, and you press the button and you just hope. <laughs> yeah, 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 and refresh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. makes the problem worse. But I'm not going back to bed like upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's tough. Oh, it's all good. It's so tough. Yeah, yeah. So now that so you guys the the collection or yeah the collection that you guys dropped it's sold out, correct? Hmm. Yeah. It's so what's well, next? Half, half sold out. Yeah. This meant yeah. Partially. Meant sold yeah. Out. I didn't think you dropped the full collection. I just thought it was a partial amount dropped initially. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's a oh Dan, you can explain that, like the reason for like the, the smaller the smaller mints, if you like. I've been talking I've been talking too yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> I think um one of the things we, we wanted to make sure we could do was effectively engage um with the community and so we thought we need to do that in a sustainable way. Um, you know, dropping the entire collection, 1,111 pieces, you know, would create um, quite a, a sudden surge in interest and in, in demands, engagement, things like that. And we said we want to do our holders, you know, justice so that we can in, invest back in them, um, we can engage and we can learn more about what attracts them to our community and that we would do that sort of in a uh, four-drop um, fashion for collection one. Um, it also means, and we had this idea, we said, if we if we can engage with the people who are attracted to our project, wouldn't it be cool if we could reflect some of those people and some of the future traits that we introduce into the collection? And mm. so we've been try- we've been taking inspiration from some of our um, some of our community, some of our more colorful uh, community members and creating, uh, I guess creating traits and, and features in our artwork that's very reflective of them. So we're going to mm. land up with a collection that you know is is scattered with, uh, I guess, little nods um, to the people that have, have become involved in, and joined the Totally Bone family. Um, mm. So yeah, a few reasons go uh, build slow and build sustainably has been a thing that we wanted to do. We didn't want to um, you know do anything too too fast too quickly. We wanted to make sure we could manage and deliver. Um, and then also an opportunity, yeah, to reflect um, some of the people yeah, in our artwork. So we've got some fun stuff um, coming up. Um, even looking at some of the some of the content Seth was sending me earlier today, I, <laughs> I know who you've <laughs> created some of those things about. So yeah, that's I guess that's a few of the reasons um, why we wanted to do this first collection uh, in that way. I think uh, also just tagging along. Um doing the mints in like a smaller amount uh, and selling them out and um, doing it in that fashion kind of helps our community to trust us a little bit more. So it it allows us to prove ourselves over and over again that we're still here. We're not just going to mint the whole thing out and say, see you later. Let's go to the Bahamas with, you know, Sam. Um, So there's an Argentina Bohees. Yeah, we're not just shooting off to Queenstown and saying, see you later. You guys enjoy sitting on a big fat stack of totally bone NFTs without any sort of promise of anything else. But we just want to prove ourselves oh, over and over again. That's brutal. <laughs> I love that you already have the storyline played out. That's that's great. Oh, sand Bowman fried, yeah. Something like that. We'll make, we'll make one. We'll get him. Please, please make him a one of one. That would be hilarious. You'd add his, his little black fro and everything. I think it'd be great. Yeah. People want to burn that one. You've got some banging vibes going on, man. You've got some. you got some. Hey, look, man. I didn't do it. <laughs> Facial reconstructions of the schools. So, yeah. Yeah, somebody's going to get deep faked here, I feel like. <laughs> a classic. So one thing that's kind of struck my mind and train of thought is so obviously you guys are based out of New Zealand. Crypto mm. regulations are completely different there compared to the US. Have you guys been like has New Zealand been pretty transparent with legislation and regulations? 
through this whole entire NFT process and stuff. Like, have you like, do you know like what you have to do to keep this tax friendly and just legal, yeah. more or less? <laughs> it kind of NFTs kind of like aren't really they are but they aren't a thing here like in the states i suppose it's just because we've only got five million people here it's not really at the forefront of the conversations that happen in new zealand it's kind of the sort of backdoor dark alley vibes where everyone just hangs out and chills nfts there's only there's only a few of us here so um especially on here um yeah nah there's not we haven't had pretty much any issues like that at all the only issue i've had is like getting my getting my like bank to actually like well having a chat to them saying hey can you guys like approve my transactions and stuff to like crypto.com coming in and coming out yeah (laughs) i think like um yeah anything anything very new that um you know technology particularly just because that's an easy one and it's it, it evolves so quickly that government laws and regulations tend to lag um, behind, you know, the adoption of, of new sort of technologies and things. So they're, they're probably usually in a bit of a catch-up mode. Um, but, you know, we're, we're mindful of things like um, the, the various ta- tax ob- obligations that, um, you know, we might be required to um, meet. Um, and we're making sure that, you know, we can do that um, if and when. But yeah, it's it's slowly catching up, um, and I I think, you know, because it's starting to come into the mainstream, it's you know, it'll it'll become much more clear. Um, and yeah. you know, very New Zealand government's not overly prohibitive, you know, around a lot of these things compared to other places. Um, mm. Yeah, we we feel pretty lucky and comfortable that. Um, we're we're in a good space where we are in New Zealand to take advantage of of what we have available to us in this in this new space, mm-hmm. which is really cool. That's yeah, amazing. It's, a, it's quite a free country, so um, we don't it's have very a healthy. Whole, yeah, yeah. Not a whole lot of restrictions around a lot of things, so it's cool. <laughs> that is really, really the good. environment, though, man. Go Hedera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah carbon negative, green yeah. for life. And then it looks too. That is awesome. Yeah, I was just reading. I was just going through uh, your white paper again here, and I was uh, seeing about these these giveaways. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. What uh, you guys got any 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 good ones in the in the treasury? Yeah, for sure. Um, I actually need to like go and spruce up a few things and add a few things into that. Um, I've been meant to do a bit of a V two, but. This time around, we're doing lots of like physical prints. We've got skateboards and stuff coming, um, some other cool stuff. So um, Dan's been sort of heading up the skateboards um, and prints side of things. I sort of just coordinate Discord events and things like that and um, let people know about them. So he could probably tell you more about where they come from and um, how they're getting distributed and things like that and to our VIPs and just general holders and other HMR. Yeah, I think we've got um, allocated this time around. We've got um, two two custom decks and two archival prints for holders, um, and one a piece each of those for our VIPs. We kind of like to, you know, we, we give we give away H bar for you know various engagements and competitions and things, but we love physical stuff. 
Um, and so we wanted to do archival quality prints. So we've been getting them done on, you know, um, 308 GSM, Hannah Mueller photo rag, like archival quality, like cotton paper and just, mm. you know, the best quality inks and everything that we can we can get our hands on to, to get these, <laughs> these pixel prints made. I mean, the first time I approached the, the local sort of um, fine art print shop that we're using, I'm like, uh, I'm not sure if, you know, I'm not sure what you'll think of this, but we want, we want the very best you've got for these pixel prints. Um, but he was, he was quite stoked, and it wasn't the first time he had done work for um, NFT projects, which was, which was really nice, um, encouraging. But we got the first batch of prints after drop one, and in person, like holding these things, oh, my God, um, they're incredible. Um, so we're so happy oh, with, the, with the outcome. And they cost us about, um, they cost us about, I won't convert it to HBAR at the moment, um, my math brain is taking a holiday this afternoon, but you know they're about 150 New Zealand dollars, um, between 150 to 200 New Zealand dollars to get printed, produced, and, and shipped. So they're not they're not a cheap um, sort of reward or perk. But it's so amazing when you know some of our holders they've turned up and they're putting pictures on Twitter and Discord, going, "It's turned up. This thing's awesome," and they've got mm. it on their wall. Uh, one of our holders um, actually, he's a teacher. Um, he took his, um, you know, to to show his students and stuff in class, and he's been using some of the blank, totally bone sort of, the real plain um, addition to do sort of engagements with his students, like for Day of the Dead, they were doing sort of colouring con- competitions, design contests. Um, That's awesome. That sort of stuff's really, really cool, cool to see. Um, and we've got a, a couple of custom deck designs coming along and we're going to be um, getting getting decks sort of um, made and shipped directly. Um, I think we're going to utilise Board Pusher. Um, I think they're in Colorado um, and they do, they do just awesome. a wicked job. Um, so we know that we're going to get really good quality and it's another way to experience totally boned in real life. Um, you know, um, it can be used yeah. on the wall. Um, or people can put hardware on the decks and, you know, use it as their whip to work, go for a, go for a skate. Um, it's sort of in fitting with the totally boned whole brand, right? Yeah. Um, go yeah. for a mean fail on the way to work. Throw <laughs> <laughs> up the elbows on the way to work. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was one of the things I noticed when I first like saw your art. I was like, wow, this is like if, if Thrasher were to make an NFT collection. There's definitely some 90s sort of skate brands, nostalgia and inspiration there for us. Um, but yeah, yeah, cool. You mentioned that. Yeah, definitely Thrasher style. Um, yeah, just the look on some of, some of those pieces. <laughs> There was not a gunshot. There was not like... a <laughs> 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 I was just going to say, with each mint, I think we're just trying to like ramp things up a little bit. Obviously, like more uh, NFTs in the in the third mint, um, and obviously the fourth one that will eventually come. But that means like um, more money to spend on people. We're, we're splitting uh, splitting it like fifty percent will go to us mm-hmm. and then fifty to the treasury. So we wanted to have enough to actually put back in there so we can support the amount of people that were coming. So we're, we're yeah. building it out slowly so we can actually figure out when, uh, how many people will be there at the final mint and how much we can spend and, and make it sustainable. So mm. yeah, 
these uh, these giveaways will in- increase in value and and the amount of them. So we're we're really excited to be able to reward people and hang out and have a good time and yeah, do some rumbles. Yeah, <laughs> do some rumbles. That's for sure. Drive yeah. engagement. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a big factor because you constantly want to see a community engage with what you're trying to provide to them. Hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I really like how you're like spacing out the the drops of the whole entire collection because that keeps people on their toes for what's next. Because I feel like each individual drop will be, like you guys said, unique in its own way and have its own sort of value that will be provided to its holders. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes, becomes a real event and we, we plan each one out in quite a lot of detail, um, including the, you know, uh, all the engagement activities and events that follow. So we're constantly building, we're constantly learning, we're constantly listening. Um, and yeah, like like we mentioned earlier, making sure we always put um, our community, our people at the front of our thinking, um, absolutely not ourselves. And interesting, Seth mentions the, the 50% split to the treasury. We've made it really clear that people can, you know, um, ask for, you know, a breakdown visibility of how all the funds are used and dispersed at any time. Mm-hmm. So we've got, you know, we've got a budget. Um, we, we run a budget. I don't run a budget for my household. I just I just <laughs> freestyle that. Boy, uh, it doesn't work out too well. But look, we've, we've got a budget. We stick to it. Um, you know, if, if there's any changes, we make those decisions together. And everything's tracked in a spread, spreadsheet. So we've got an expense tracker. Everything gets logged. So everything's fully visible, transparent all the time to people. So they know that we're not wasting, you know, what we've been given. Yep. I think also a cool thing about doing them in four drops is like, for example, if we dropped all 1,111, maybe two months ago, um, and all the mint money that we raised to do some cool stuff that just got slashed to ribbons with this, like cutting the price of crypto, we might not have been able to make good on some of those promises that we made. So, it also safeguards us from from that because we're able to limit people's expectations, but also like, um, yeah, yeah, limit people's expectations and make sure we can actually hit those targets because that's not what we want to do is fall short of what we've seen. Mm. So, yeah, mm. yeah, and then also too because you're you're doing this over a longer interval instead of just one one drop. If you have mm. more ideas about traits or stuff that like you want to add to them later on, you can. I don't know how that would affect the rarity calculations and like the overall like one thousand one hundred eleven, but mm. most of them are like pretty one to one. Like there's like stuff that like with our burn, for example, like we haven't told people too much about like say in the first four hundred that have come available now. There's stuff that people have earmarked and told me that they're going to burn. I'm like, there's only two of those. Like, but I'm not going to tell you that. Like, <laughs> I want you yeah, to find yeah. out if you don't put any more in the next drop. I just want Post it to be burn. this. Like, maybe I might sweep one off the floor because I just want to keep this like real cool one set aside. Not that they're not all cool, but you know, like people are going to hold it with them and be yeah. like, I just don't know if the next like drop will have it. So. Yeah, keeps people on their toes and and unsure about what we're doing. So I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting, yeah. though. Like we at the outset, we said, you know, r- rarities are, are great, um, but they can also sort of 
I think it was Seth. What did what did you you had you had a particular NFT and you you loved it. You minted it. You're like, this is great. I love the look of it. This this feels like it fits me really well. Mm. I just enjoy it. And then you found out that it was a really really low rarity ranking, and it, it took some. Of your, yeah. It robbed you. It robbed you of some of your enjoyment of this thing. You're like, this is a low rarity. What? You still loved it, right? Um, you don't say, I don't like my kids anymore, and um, I want to sell it, or you know. But we said we want every NFT to be, you know, we, we want we want them all to be unique, right? We want them all to be rare. And sure, we have a high incidence of some particular traits across lots of lots of our artwork. Mm. But we've also made, even with our first two drops and four hundred NFTs, we've made an insanely large amount of of layers and options, right? So we do have a whole lot of um, traits in our artwork to date that you would fit in the less than 2%, you know, incidents, um, which which I'd say is pretty rare. Um, mm. We have, you know, at least a handful already that are probably easily in the less than 1%. Um, and we want to create lots of, you know, unique things that you see right across the entire collection. Like, I've never seen that before. Holy mm. cow, you know, where did that come from? Um and so that's kind of been part of the reason why. But what we will do, because we realise that people want to know, you know, what's what's rare, um, that's never going to go away. And so we're working on a, a couple of things. We're working on what we call faction maps uh, for some of the factions that we've, we've been introducing into the collection and will continue to do. Um, but we're also going to start profiling the less than 2% traits um, and, you know, what they are. Um, the serial numbers of the NFTs that have already been minted that, you know, have those things. So we're, we're going to start – sorry, I didn't mean to do a rude hand gesture. I was pushing my glasses up. Um, yeah. No, it's yeah. completely unintentional, I realised when I did it. My my apologies. Um, we we want to we want people to understand that you know some of these um, some of these traits are rare enough, and in cases they've taken a lot of effort, like we push pixels around for hours. Um, I think it's probably the bane of Seth's life that I go back and forth with him around. Do you think we should, you know, do that there or there? And he's. he's I don't even want to tell you how many times we had to like contact hash tools and get them to be like, oh, actually, we're just going to hold on. We need the art to just, just slightly change. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Just one, just one second. Yeah. You got totally boned, man. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. You got supremely boned. That's for sure. <laughs> Oh, I apologize. Where were we? I love it. It's just like it's it's actually um, found its way into all of my language now. Like everything's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to be a problem. I'm going to start using it too in the spaces and yeah, stuff. Dan it's, just it's flipped me off, and it just hurt my feelings. So my computer just yeah, broke. Well, sorry, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, totally boned has become. Yeah, it's 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 entered the vocab. It's it's such a versatile phrase. You can use it in so many different ways, and that was part of the appeal of naming it. Um, totally boned, you know. Um, of course, there's, you know, there's, there's um, more savoury or, or what do you call it, um, safe for work uses. Um, and then there's a whole raft of like really weird, wonderful ways that our community have like introduced us to using the the phrase. It's it's been a lot Very of fun. For sure, um, yeah. And it'll it'll never leave us ever. Totally bones sure. gonna be, I'm gonna be an old man, hopefully, and I'll be you know, I'll be telling kids about 
totally boned on the Hedera network, that'll they'll be like the Vietnam stories that of our generation. You know, they'll think this guy's got some amazing stories. You know, this is. Yeah, do you remember um, the totally boned mint of twenty two? Oh my gosh! Oh my God, I, <laughs> you did say in the white paper you will never give up on this project. Nah, no nah. way. Nah. Never. It's I mean, that's how I feel about the All Kings as well. I don't plan on ever giving up on this bad boy. Yeah. That's the mm. thing, eh? It's probably not worth calling a project then because that sort of infers that it has an end. But, yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah, it is a brand, and it's something we're, we're really passionate about. And, you know, um, it's just going to go on and on and um, go us. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think if so, I if I ever did if I ever stepped a, a step wrong, Dan would just drive the three Ks down my house and beat my ass. So <laughs> I, I think we're fine. Yeah. Or you tell your I wife had, to do it for you. Yeah, yeah, nah, no, he doesn't want that. You're right. Um, <laughs> we've yeah, we've had a few we've had a few creative and administrative differences to date, and we normally you know have a bit of a dust up, and then we're hugging again two minutes later. So. I think that's the test of a good relationship. You know, we can have a disagreement. And yeah. then, um, yeah, Seth will normally go away and cry. I need to give him a couple of minutes to cry. <laughs> <laughs> he uses too much punctuation. He just, he's yeah, too punctual. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, can you stop using full stops? It's, it's actually like, I don't, I don't know if you're angry at me or not. Like, I can't tell. <laughs> I had to read all the research that exists around how Gen Zers find punctuation aggressive in text messages. He's just going, are you angry at me? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm using punctuation. This is how I was taught to write at school. Um, and yes. so communication and because, you know, we're, we're sort of, we're, we're bros and law, um, you know, we get on really well and we can have disagreements and, and get through them and come out the other side with a really constructive resolution rather than it being a damaging thing to, to what we're trying to do. So I think that's really important. Um, and, yeah. I think most of the problems just stem from me getting too excited and saying stuff I shouldn't. And then he's like, hold on, reel it back. Just hold on. And I'm like, sorry, man. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Would you guys say that that's been the biggest roadblock out of the project, just nah. been communication, or would it be something else? No, nah, no, nah, we. I I probably call him twice a day. It's probably it's probably that's too good. much. Um, yeah, yeah. No, nah, we um we love each other. We these like yeah, they're little. It's it's every like once a month. He might be like, hey man, what's uh what's going on with that? And I go, oh yeah, sorry, bro. <laughs> no, nah, nah, yeah. Nah. We, yeah, communication's really good, actually. So we, we physically see each other at least once a day on the morning coffee run, usually. Um, and we usually leave the cafe, like, blasting horns at each other, like we're having a road rage incident, and everyone's, you know, looking around concerned. We, we talk a lot. Um, Seth doesn't ring me too much. It's, that's fine. It's actually good. Um, we have good open lines of communication. And, um, yeah, I, I actually think that's a real strength, um, of of what we're doing, um, we're always talking, um, always working things through. Look, we have a scheduled uh, weekly meeting about this. Um, it's usually at my place. It usually involves um, either cider or bourbon or craft beer, and you know, and we end up usually getting distracted by the the shorts that are playing on the Netflix sort of home screen thing, and and then we come back to the the purpose of the meeting. 
Um, but look, we, we utilise tools like Mural, so we use a digital whiteboard um, and we calendarise everything and plan everything out in advance and we use that at, at our meetings. So, you know, shock and horror and NFT project that's keeping budgets and spreadsheets, tracking expenses, um, planning things out at least six to 12 months ahead. Um, probably three months in detail, but definitely longer longer sighted for some key sort of dates and things, six to 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to be disciplined um, in what we do and apply good practices that you would see used in, in business and design, things like that anyway. So, mm-hmm. Well, Corbin, Most totally stuff boned is totally structured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the artwork's totally boned, but everything else is, um, yeah, is, is stitched up. Yeah, pretty good, I think. Good. It's not a pat on the back. It's a, we're just trying to do things as best we the can. Right way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really to good like, to hear because. I was just Sorry. saying, we're trying to, trying to like lead, lead people somewhere. And if we can't like plan in advance, like even we wouldn't even know what we're doing. So we'd, we need to have these meetings and make sure like we're clear about what, where we're going and. So it's, it's super important to write this stuff down. And, yeah, Dan's a passionate admin, so it's good. It's good for the project. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's important that people know that that type of information too. And, uh, you know, for, for somebody named Totally Dan, Totally Dan, <laughs> yeah. and uh, in, in caps on the white paper, it says, we will not <laughs> abandon this project. No, <laughs> we appreciate your transparency. Yeah, I'm described as a mediocre investor. Um, <laughs> probably, probably pretty good. Um, Seth showed me my, my little bio that he wrote about me, and I'm like, that's that's harsh, that's but fair, I think. Um, <laughs> you know, I've never been, I've never been great with, with my own um, money, but, um, yeah, you've, you've got to make the whole thing fun. You've got to be able to take a few hits and make fun of yourselves along the way. Eh? Um, it's part of it, I think. Try no, to inject a lot of ourselves into it. So, yeah, I think people will see that come through, like with a lot of it. And especially in this interview, people will see our face and go, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the foreign jokes, I get it now. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Seth's the panic seller. He literally is. He literally is. Uh, worse, worse than um, uh, worse than monkey. What's that? Worse than monkey of uh, creamies. Oh, paper hands it. Just get out. Nope, no, nope, I want um, it. Get out. <laughs> I said. To, I said to him like, because um, we're going on this trip, right? I said to him two weeks ago. I think. I think I might liquidate some now. And he's like, "Oh, it's all good, man. It's all good." And I'm like, "Oh man, I'm pretty sure I should." And then one week later, I'm like. I'm like, oh, I'm like, just get it out of there, man. And then it goes <laughs> straight back to the upside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you liquidate some H bar for me? Because I'm the only one that's verified, right? With um, <laughs> I'm not a real person on Binance's uh, books, man. Everything gets hung up in the um, the whatever the processing area. So the transfer from Hashpack to Binance took about five hours. I thought I'd lost Seth's money. <laughs> wow, um, that I was, was scary. With a pitchfork, but they they <laughs> resumed trading and all was well. And you've got um, yeah, you didn't you didn't lose anything, which was was good. But it's good. So the median exchange for New Zealand is typically Binance used. 
mm. uh, any, any and all. I, I, I started out utilising Binance from the start. I uh, do you have do you have access to um, Binance in the the US or coins? Yeah, or? yeah, we have we have Binance, we have Coinbase, KuCoin. we have Binance US. It's a yeah, cut it's, down it's version different. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. It is. Do you guys have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We used to I have still put money in it daily. <laughs> Along with Voyager and BlockFi, you know, I'm really just trying to help Sam get out of his debt now. So I just give him my money every day. Oh man, oh man! Should have got the massive credit card and went all in, bro. You would have had it back in two years. You're all good. <laughs> all good. Hey, man, he's got to put fuel in the Corolla somehow. Oh, God. Oh. I like started on Crypto.com and then I realized I couldn't withdraw anything to like New Zealand, so I had all this money stuck on Crypto.com. And I'm like, how do I spend it? <laughs> I can't even Impossible. take it off. <laughs> that sucks. Mm, yeah, Binance, Binance has been good. It's pretty seamless. Um, you know, you authorize a withdrawal when it's there in two seconds, and you know, or five hours. Been really easy. Yeah, oh, no, okay. not the five hours. That was yeah, there was some technical difficulties that they were having, but otherwise, yeah, really good. Um, good user experience, awesome user interface um, available on the app and stuff. So switching between Light, if you just want the basics. Um, through to the full feature app, you know, you can do just about, you know, anything you need to um, on the app. But yeah, it's been a, a good, good, good experience on, on Binance. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Sim- simplicity is really key. I mean, with mm. just crypto adoption overall, you need to simplify things for the standard user for it to be transparent yeah. with their, their just their knowledge. And make sure they're not spend, spending their customers' money. money. Off off an exchange to buy yeah. real stuff. Like we actually need to be able to be like, we can take this money off and yeah. go and buy prints. What's this so 28 digit letter phrase that I have to copy and paste just to send money. <laughs> mm. That's the great thing about H bar is like, that's the only wallet address I know by heart. Yeah. So like, yeah. It just makes it so much easier. And even yeah. the, even the larger exchanges, cause a lot of them, you know, they were pretty early with it. So there's still going to be a six digit, um, super easy to learn. And you just have to know the, uh, the memo that you need to set so yeah. to your account. That's, that's part of it. Eh? Introducing new people to crypto and NFTs. And we've got a, we've got a great story. Like I mentioned Seth and I normally go to the same cafe every morning for coffee and the barista there is a guy called Keith, and he's he's a he's a latte art master. Um, shout out Keith! You know, and, yeah, mm-hmm. shout out Keith. He's he's <laughs> cool man. He's, he'll like he'll take you know a whole minute, and he'll he's he's done totally boned NFT like artwork in the top of our, our our coffee. So we get our coffees turning up at the table with skulls on the top. Um, but this guy's cool, and we've been talking to him about you know what we're doing, and he's really interested. Um, and his job tonight, um, before we go back in tomorrow morning, we've given him the details to set up a hash pack wallet. This is his first sort of um, step into into crypto. And we said, set up your wallet. Tomorrow morning, we're giving you your first NFT. Um, I have a couple of totally boned NFTs in my wallet. I showed him, I said, pick one, you know, pick what you want. He's, he's picked one. And so this is his way of, um, you know, beginning his learning journey about uh, about crypto, about NFTs. And, you know, it seems it's a small thing for us to do, but, you know, it could be something that actually changes his life longer term. 
Um, I mm. think he's sick of making us coffees and putting up with our shit every morning. So <laughs> he might be due for um, a career change. We love you, Keith. Yeah. Keith is joining the Total Bonds team, 2023. Yes. He'd be fantastic. He's a good dude. That's good. Yeah. Full time just to caffeinate you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. He's single handedly keeping us afloat at the moment. So thanks, Keith. Yeah. Love that. Well, Tate, do you have any uh, any other questions for Totally Boned? No, not not really. I just wanted to see their uh, closing thoughts, to be honest, and just their True. vision towards the future of the project, really, to close things off. Mm. Dan, do you want to do you want to take on the uh, the vision of the project? You're our fearless leader. Why don't you take a crack at it? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll start, and you can correct me if I um if I'm Thanks, right. We've we've always wanted Totally Bones to be to be about a brand. We wanted to create a brand. Um, it starts with with an art project, um, but you know we want it to evolve. We have some ideas that we're currently exploring and, and prototyping that we think fit um, the Totally Boned brand. But we want our community be, to be a part of that too. We want them to be involved in some of the decision making. Um, hear their creative thoughts and when we do progress you know in in future avenues of of work um we want them to be a part of it somehow we're not making any commitments yet but these are the people that have trusted us and invested in us and we want to be able to give back to them in some way so Mm. we've got a couple of exciting possibilities um on the boil and depending on how they progress, we'll then opt to share um, that thinking and those those possibilities with our community. So mm. um, I'm, not, I'm not sure we should say much more than, than that, but it's definitely in real life opportunities. Um, and we're talking to the right people that have, you know, the experience and expertise in some of these different areas um, <clears throat> and can help to realize some of these opportunities potentially so mm. yeah totally not totally stoned that's totally stoked on that man stoked. yeah we we don't have that legislation passed in new zealand yet um so some of our canadian friends um will have to wait for the collab totally stoned um nice yeah we we're, we're excited man we're, we're excited and this is this is this is a life changing thing for us. That's of that's course. the way we see it. And we're gonna we're gonna take it um, you know, um, every place that we can um to mm-hmm. to make this, you know, successful. Yeah. Um I would say that the thing that excites me about the future is we have this we have these three collections and our first collection and the way we're rolling it out allows us to bring people into our world. And then with the next collection after that allows us to um, raise money so we can like make good on promises we've made already. Um, so it's less, it's, it's, it's about community obviously, but um, it allows us to do things and to take it places with like real um, funds um, that we otherwise wouldn't be able to do if we just started giving all of the money away like we are now. So it's, it's real We're we're intentionally using funds in a way to, bring people in, but then also take them somewhere else. So, um, yeah, looking to take this offline and, and create some real value. Um, like Dan said, I can't really talk too much about what that is yet, 
Um, otherwise, people will start holding us to account for that. So stay tuned. But yeah. Very smart. Mm. That's very smart. And just believe in the founders. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just trust us, man. We're good people. Exactly. You, <laughs> oh, yeah. you are. I mean, from everything that you guys have came off the scene, like just by this one discussion that we've had together, it seems like you guys are great people. Yeah, all joke. All joking aside, yes, yeah, mm. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to share my concern that I've heard them playing Mariah Carey's Christmas in the supermarket today already. It's too <laughs> soon. It's like midnight. It's too early. Too early. No, they thought they caught her out of the freezer and they thought her out too early. <laughs> she keeps, she keeps. They keep bringing her out earlier and earlier every year. Dude, <laughs> she makes two. She makes two million dollars every year at Christmas. Off at royalties, yeah, bro. Wow, that's that's utility. Her, man. We're all laughing at her. She's like, yeah. "What are you just talking yeah, about?" That's bro? utility. Yeah, we got to sets here and get his angel voice singing Christmas songs. I think um, the Totally Bones Christmas album. I mean, we could sing it like Creed does, man. We could probably get away with that. <laughs> oh my gosh, we get oh, Scott Staff as a guest feature on it. Yeah, man. If, if people me. want it, we'll give it to them. So, <laughs> Can that's you tell amazing. You yeah, that is amazing. Thank you, Dan. Cool. Thank you, Seth, for everything. We look that's forward to your worst. future, and it's been a totally mm. epic podcast. Yeah, thank Thanks you guys. For having us, man. Love your work. Anytime. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will see you next episode. Peace.